Welcome to HOWC Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. To learn more about our ministry, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. They build up Zion with blood and Jerusalem with iniquity. The heads thereof judge for reward, and the priests thereof teach for hire, and the prophets thereof divine for money. Yet will they lean upon the Lord, and say, Is not the Lord among us? No evil can come upon us. Therefore shall Zion for your sakes be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become as heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. Micah chapter 3 verses 10 through 12. In the context of the above-mentioned passage, God was about to release a wave of judgment against his church and the nation that housed it. Destruction would shortly come upon them for not taking his many warnings and mercies serious. In this, our opening passage, we see the charges. Sin was not reproved or detested. Therefore did they build themselves up with much riches, men, positions, and attention at the expense of the souls that they were commissioned to bring into God's kingdom. They build up Zion with blood and Jerusalem with iniquity. This, of course, represented both the political structure and the religious, the pulpit and the parliament. The governmental leaders took bribes. They served lobbyists rather than God. The priests taught for money rather than as a calling. Oh, if you are called to ministry, then you better hear me right now. Get this in your spirit that when preachers preach for money, they will soon preach what those with the money want to hear rather than what the Holy Spirit wants to say. A little warning of judgment or reproof of sin will come from this kind of preaching. Lest the source of the money get offended and leave them. In Luke chapter 4, verse 18, we read this, the words of Jesus. It says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The anointing came to empower, to preach to those who couldn't pay for it. Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible does say that the workman is worthy of his labor and not to muzzle the ox. It's not wrong for a minister to be able to buy food or make a living, but it is wrong when you are primarily preaching for income when your church or your ministry is really a business. The next charge was against the prophets. It said that the prophets divine for money. So what's the difference than what the preachers were doing? Why would God make a differentiation? You see, you've got to understand the words that he is saying. The wording of this statement is very, very telling, and we need to pay attention. 
It didn't say that they prophesied for money. It said that they divined for money. The word divine was used here for a very good reason. Because that true prophecy is to surrender your voice to the Holy Spirit and allow him to speak through you. Oh, my friend, the Holy Spirit cannot be used. You can only allow him to use you. And if you are the one that is making the decisions, then you are using another spirit, which is the very definition of divination. And this is not an uncommon thing. Many, if not most, who prophesied in the Bible did so through divination, which were demonic spirits pretending to speak for God with insights that made their words convincing. Do you think that today is any different? Why do you think that the scriptures so emphatically warn you to test the spirit? It comes down to this, that the Holy Spirit will not perform for your purposes. To get you attention, glory, notoriety, accolades, or mammon. Therefore, those who prophesied for these things did so through the power of demons pretending to be the Holy Spirit. So what kind of advice, words, and warnings do you think? that they were giving. They were giving the opposite of what the Holy Spirit was really speaking. And make no mistake about it, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus. Therefore, were these false prophets operating as false witnesses through the power of an Antichrist spirit, delivering that spirit's messages, doctrines, and agendas. This is why Paul warned that the spirit of Antichrist was already in the world. It always had been. It does the opposite of what was demonstrated by Jesus. And Jesus, though he did take donations, never charged people in order for them to hear the true words of heaven. Paul the Apostle seconds this when he said, Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. As did Jeremiah who said that though he would rather had not have to relay the words of heaven, he could not bear to withhold them. They were like fire shut up in his bones. Not only was he unable to hold them for those who could afford to pay to get into his conferences, but there is no one who would pay to hear what he had to say anyway. Because when a true prophet comes, it's usually with broken-hearted but dire rebukes, warnings, and calls for repentance. Not fortune-telling flatteries, Sideshow entertainment and vain imaginations that make you feel good in the moment but affect no lasting or beneficial changes. In Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 21, we read this, I, the Lord, have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. 
But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. These are the charges that were laid against the church and the nation. In our opening passage, while doing these things, they would claim to represent the king and call men to believe that he was among them so that no difficult thing could befall them. This was foolish. This was arrogant. So God would have to humble them. He would have to strip the money from them. He would have to allow them to be overtaken and face hardships in order to teach and to redeem them. No, he did not give up on them, even in this great error and wickedness. Instead, he allowed them to fall into affliction, that they would stop listening to these other spirits and stop running his church the way that the world does to stop misrepresenting him, to start submitting to the Holy Spirit, his words, will, and teachings, rather than to an antichrist spirit that does the exact opposite and delivers a contrary message. Oh, be careful not to be guilty of this, because God still moves to reprove it now, as much as he did then. The money will cease stages will fall and when it does the ones left still preaching will be the ones worth believing while the ones who followed the leading of another spirit for money or for attention will face the harsh truth that they had been used to work against God's true kingdom until the king himself had to come and deal with Which brings us back to the conclusion of our opening passage. Therefore shall Zion for your sake be plowed as a field. And Jerusalem shall become heaps. And the mountains of the house as the high places of the forest. God gives us his words. He gives us instruction. He gives us access to the very throne room of heaven. He bids us come and be filled with his spirit and submit to its leading wherever it sends us, no matter how humble or sacrificial. My friend, whatever it costs you, preach the gospel, because it's never been about what you can gain from it, not in this life anyway. Our rewards, they are eternal. This is a labor of love. You do it for the love of God and for the love of others. There is another passage by another prophet in the Old Testament that gives the same charges against the leaders, the priests, and the prophets. And in God's great mercy and effort to warn them before this great judgment and downfall came, he actually sent a drought. He stopped the rains. This is a mercy that God had given to call them to pay attention, to come to repentance so that they would not be caught up in a judgment that was coming against it. So, Lord, today we come to you and we recognize that these things are taking place. 
in our world today. So we voice our disagreement with it. Father, let us be willing to receive of your spirit, to be empowered by it, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the poor, to the needy, to the least of these, to the lowly, to mend up the brokenhearted, to bring sight to the blind and liberty to the captive. And never to charge them for it. Oh, praise God, if they want to sow into the kingdom. But that has to be their conviction by your leading. Let us never use divination or other spirits to put on a performance. To draw men to ourselves. And in doing so, allow the enemy to speak deceits. To them, My friend, just because a word is accurate or seems to be true does not mean that it came from the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the spirit of Antichrist will do great signs and lying wonders. He knows what you want to hear. He knows what you are going through. And he knows how to give you just enough truth to make you swallow the lie that he's trying to feed you. Don't take a bite. Don't partake of that bad fruit. It'll poison you and others through you. Father, let us lay down today any desire for vainglory, any desire for attention, any desire to be seen or validated by men. Oh, Lord, we rebuke any influence of the enemy to try to get us to let in any other spirit because that it is promising us platforms in all the kingdoms of the earth just like Satan did to Jesus in the wilderness. This is a very old temptation. Oh, my friend, do not fall for it. Get in the prayer closet. Lift a cry to heaven. Worship the Lord God Almighty. Let him give you instruction and obey it, no matter who's okay with it and who isn't. But whatever you do, do it from a spirit of meekness, of humility, of love and of obedience and God will bless you and there will be a covering to protect you when the fiery judgments of God come against these counterfeits who have polluted his sanctuary seduced his bride confused and corrupted a generation and brought shame and reproach upon the name of our humble loving and sacrificial God. Lord, help us to be a true demonstration of who you really are and stop seeking to compete with the celebrities that draw their charisma from demonic entities. You're not meant to compete with them. You're supposed to be showing the world the difference. Because there's one more thing that brings this judgment when the priests fail to show the people the difference between the holy and the unholy, the clean and the unclean. You were not meant to win the world by becoming just like them. You were meant to be a demonstration of what it looks like to be different. Just like our Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. This program was brought to you by HOWC Media Ministries. 
For more messages like this or information about our ministry, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.